Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation, this is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today, thanks so much for taking the time to tune in, learn about your Medicare, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Today, I have a really, really special guest. I'm really, really excited to have him on, and he's someone that's been on the podcast before. We were just talking before we got started here. He's actually the only person ever, I believe, that's been on here twice. Um, so super exciting. Um, great guy. Someone I've gotten to know a little bit. I got Tracy Lonesbury from Michigan. Um, and today we're going to be talking about annuities. Um, Tracy, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're really busy. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's always a blast. Uh, and it's, hey, you, I love the podcast. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so Tracy, for anybody that might not know who you are, or might not be familiar with the work that you do, Talk a little about, about, bit about yourself. Talk about your organization and your company and kind of the people that you work with and what you guys do. Yeah. So um, I kind of have a little bit of a unique situation. Um, so I actually started my own agency um, in November. So four months ago, wow. uh, I think five months ago now. Um, but I've been in the insurance world for a few years now, um, I think going on three or four. And so my agency, we specifically focus on, you know, we're, we're Medicare focused, um, Medicaid. <clears throat> uh, I'm actually a Medicaid specialist planner. I have that designation. Um, I'm also a financial analyst. So I do financial analytics for folks to help with like budgeting and planning for the future. Um, <clears throat> you know, we do all the health and life products that you think of indemnity products. Um, but really, we're, we're really kind of a, a smaller agency. We have five people now, five agents. And we really just focus on our communities and networking and just trying to get, you know, get as much of the educational side out there. So people can get armed with that knowledge to make important decisions themselves instead of being sold. We're not really, we're not really salesmen. We, you know, we're more educators. So that's the approach we have. Well, I love it. I mean, that's always the approach that I've tried to take, you know, with, with my clients and my consumers, I kind of feel like, you know, um, I feel like if people are educated about what their choices are, they're going to make the best decision for them. It just makes it easier on them. It makes it easier on us. And um, I think that's a great approach. Um, Absolutely. Today, we're going to be talking about annuities, like I said. Um, annuities is not a topic that I am very versed in. So that's why I asked you to come on. I thought it would be great to kind of have someone come on that, you know, is, is knowledgeable and is an expert in that field itself. Um, so my first question for you, Tracy, is this. With all of the different things people can do with their money, right? You have CDs, you have mutual funds, you have all these different things you right. hear about. Why would someone want to purchase an annuity over another investment vehicle? What's the what's the draw of an annuity? Yeah. Um, well, I think I think the most important part when in answering that is what is an annuity, right? And sure. what types of annuities there are first. So, you know, an annuity in a nutshell is a contract between you and an insurance company 
where um, you're giving them some type of lump sum or installment, and then at, in some way, shape, or form, they're giving you a return on that, whether it's just sitting in there and gaining or they're giving you some type of cash flow later. It depends on the type of annuity you have. So um, <coughs> when, when getting into the types of annuities, and, and this is really important because there, there are five different types. So um, without going into super in-depth, because it, they can get confusing, the, mo the most simple um, type of annuity right off the bat is called an immediate annuity. An immediate okay. annuity, super simple. Um, you throw a lump sum in there and then they're annuitizing it right away and they're giving you a stream of income and pretty much 10 out of 10 times that stream of income is designed to last the rest of your life. So if you threw 100,000 in there and let's say after 15 years, your 100,000 was gone, they're gonna continue to give that income um, to you and you can even purchase things like riders, where that income can be passed on to a beneficiary for a certain amount of years. It's, it's basically a personalized pension plan is what it is. Um, the second one is a deferred annuity, which is the exact same as an immediate, only you're, you're deferring it and it's growing somehow, whether it's a fixed rate or um, on an index like the S&P 500, it's gonna grow. And then at let's say two years, three years down the road or five years, however long, then you annuitize it for the income, okay? Um, you have next, the third one is, is a fixed annuity. So simply put, um, you're getting a fixed percentage, three, maybe 4%. We haven't really seen 4% too much. That's more of back in the early 2000s or the 90s. Um, a lot of fixed annuities nowadays are in the threes. Um, so you're getting a fixed percentage um, for X amount of years. If you want to take it out after that X amount of years, you can, or you can just leave it in there. It's up to you. Um, you have fixed index annuities, which I would say are probably the most complex products and, and I would say the most sold um, aside from variable, which we'll talk about. Um, so a fixed index annuity is, is um, an index is a lot like a mirror. So you have the fixed portion, which a lot of times is one or 2%. And then you're also, your lump sum is, is mirroring some type of index. Um, so for example, an index being an S&P 500 index. So S&P does 10%. Let's say your mirror is a you you mirror it a hundred percent. You do ten percent. In a nutshell, um, there are definitely some drawbacks to fixed index annuities. A lot of them can rob you of growth, and we'll kind of talk about that later. Um, mm -hmm. But in a nutshell, that's that's what it does. You can also purchase riders with those annuities to give income. Um, so they kind of act as a, a fixed. So they can act as an immediate, and then they also have the index. So they're kind of an all-in-one product. Um, that and they have a lot of guarantees in them. Um, and then the last one is a variable annuity and a variable simply put is basically, um, you're putting a lump sum in and then they're taking that lump sum and, and investing it into sub accounts. So a variable is the only type of annuity that you have to have a securities license to sell. So it is considered an investment product. Whereas all these other ones are, are considered alternative investments. You just need an insurance license to sell them. Uh, a variable has chance of loss. Um, they're probably the most sold um, aside from fixed index nowadays. They, they definitely were in the past. Um, and they're probably um, the highest commission rate for a lot of these uh, insurance agents. And that's why a lot of them sell them in, in investment advisors. Um, they, they, they do have guarantees. A lot of time they have that built-in income side, but the guarantee is not, your principal is never guaranteed in that <laughs> variable product. So those are kind of the, the, the top five or I'm sorry, the, the only five. Um, and then uh, going back to your, your question was, you know, why would anybody ever want an annuity? Well, 
it's simply put, if it's a good one, right, you're looking for an, an income you can't outlive, they're good for that. You're looking for a guaranteed fixed percentage, they're good for that. And if you're looking for something that doesn't have any risk involved, there are annuities that are good for that. So they can give a lot of guarantees, whereas other, you know, anything you're going to put in the stock market has not, no guarantee at all. In it, okay. Even, even bonds, um, I would say the only guarantee you're going to find is maybe a money market. Um, and even then, maybe not. So because mm-hmm. they do fluctuate. So, so that would be something that you would look at um, if you wanted some guarantees. Gotcha. gotcha. And I think that's, you know, something that's vitally important, especially for our audience, which is a majority retired, right? Right. Um, right. They can't really afford to lose a whole bunch of money. You know, my right. my dad is now on Medicare, you know, and he's always talking to me when we talk about investments. He's like, I'm not a spot in my life where I can't afford to lose money. You know, he's like, I don't have time to make it back. You know, I, so I think that's very interesting, very important. Um, very important. Well, let, let's shift gears over to, you mentioned the different types of annuities. In mm-hmm. your mind and in your opinion, when you're talking with your clients, what kind do you feel is the best kind and why? Man, that, that's a tricky question. And, yeah, you know, sure. in our industry, you know, to make a blanket statement is, is hard um, right. because everybody's situation is so different. So I, I would say, I'll, I'll tell you the, the most um, sold annuities or, or the, the annuities that I help the most people with are the fixed index annuities. And, and the reason is nowadays a fixed index annuity can be just as good and give you as many things as a fixed. It can be just as good and give you as many things as an uh, immediate or deferred. Um, and then from the, uh, the variable side, you see in the past variable annuities had the, the biggest opportunity for growth, but there was risk involved. Well, now fixed index annuities have gotten, they've evolved so much to where, I mean, this past year, there are annuities out there that did 14 to 18% because we had a really good year, right? Um, Versus, you know, in a variable account, yeah, maybe you get 14 or 18%. What happens when you have a down market? Then you Mm. could lose all that. Um, So I I personally like the fixed index annuities. Um, I think they've, they've come a long way. They can give you guaranteed income. They can give you guaranteed fixed rates. And their indexes, if it's a good annuity, um, can really give you some pretty good performance. Cool, cool. Well, that I mean, I I think that's very simplified, you know, for people. And I think that's yeah. you know, it it it's an investment that probably a lot of people can understand. And I think that's always right. very important. I've all there's nothing that I've hated more when I've looked to invest money over the years. You know, whether it be, you know, an an IRA or a mutual fund or whatever it is, then. That I, that I, no matter how many times it's explained to me, I don't understand it. <laughs> right. My rule is I won't put my money in anything that I don't fully comprehend. Um, right. Right. So I think, you know, it being an investment that's relatively simple, you know, probably fits that bill for a lot of people. You know, it's something that they can probably easily wrap their heads around a little bit. Yeah, um, it, it is. And I, and I agree. And, and they can be complex. And, and what I always tell people <laughs> when, when you're looking at an annuity, okay. In, in my opinion, 90% of them are garbage, all right? 90% of annuities are just not good. They rob you of growth. And, and I'll explain how they rob you of growth. So um, fixed index annuities and variable annuities are the two most sold. You barely see fixed or immediates anymore, okay, or deferreds. So um, in a fixed index annuity, 
um, you have a, a couple different key factors that um, that can rob you of growth. The one is fees. Okay, um, pretty much every annuity is going to have a fee unless it's a good one. Uh, most annuities that have fees, something I would probably stay away from. Um, and sometimes those fees can be small and, and they can give you something like a rider that you really want. But most of the time, um, that's not the case. So they have fees. I've seen fees as high as 4% in an annuity. Wow. Okay. Uh, 4%. You take any investment advisor out there, okay, none of them are charging 4%. You're looking yeah, at probably yeah. 1 to 2 or 0.75 to 2. Um, and what you get for that fee a lot of times is, is, is a lot. So I've seen as high as 4% fees. Annuities also have something called spreads. And a spread is how much is that insurance company making before you make any money? which is separate from a fee. So let's say your annuity did 5%, but their spread is four. Well, you only made one then. You only make that difference. And let's say that annuity had a 1% fee. Guess what? You don't make any money. Um, mm. and, and there are annuities out there that have all of these, and I'm not done yet. So you have, you have uh, uh, fees, you have spreads, you have caps. So they will cap you on your earnings. Um, a lot of these uh, indexes have caps um, month to month or even yearly caps. So this past year, you know, the market did phenomenal. Um, people are making 22, 27% um, in a lot of investments. Well, these indexes did really well also. But even though your indexes did well, what if your annuity caps you? And I've seen a lot of those um, having like 10% caps. Some of them even have 5% caps. So now what if you got a fee, you got a spread and you have a cap? And then the last one is called a participation rate. And that is how much you participate in your index. So if it is an S&P 500 index, you participate in a percentage of that. So the S&P does 15%, your participation rate, let's say, is 50%, then you're making half. So when you find an annuity that has a 2% fee and a 2% spread and a 10% cap and only participates in the market 50%, you can see how it's really robbing you of a lot of growth. But they don't tell you that. Um, all of that's kind of hidden in the verbiage. So you really have to make sure you're talking to somebody who knows quite a bit about it. Um, and, and I would say variable annuities are the worst um, because not only do you not have any guarantees other than maybe an income, um, but now you're, you're just as, I mean, you're, you're invested in sub accounts, which are basically mutual funds. So you have all the risk you would have if you went down to your local, you know, Edward Jones guy and invested with, with him into mutual funds. Um, so th those are things that you really need to be aware of when looking at annuity is, okay, is there a fee? Is there a spread? Is there a cap? What's the participation rate? If somebody can say no fee, no cap, no spread, hundred percent participation rate, you probably got a pretty good annuity and there's not very many of them out there. Right. Right. Well, um, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I mean, everything has fees nowadays, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not absolutely. Most. I mean, um, you know, I buy, I buy, I, I buy individual stocks mainly because I have time, you know, to make right. up money if I lose them and everything. I've been doing that for about a couple of years now. And um, one thing that was super attractive to me is I wanted to find a platform that didn't charge a fee per trade, right? Yeah. Um, fees can quickly rob you of all of your growth and all of your earnings. And that's really important. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let, let state, me, oh, sorry. Statements, statements a lot of times don't show fees either. Um, somebody yeah. can look at their earnings for a year and it looks really good on paper. But then when you dive into it, you're like, wait a minute, 
I mean, it said I made 10% or 15%. Why, why, why did my hundred thousand only go to 105,000? Well, probably you got, you got some fees hidden in there um, or a cap or something um, that you don't know about. So, right. Right. Um, let me shift gears over to returns. You mentioned that briefly a second ago, but yeah, is, and, and I'm sure it depends on the type of annuity. So right. take it that take it a bit with a grain of salt, but is there a specific amount um, of return that someone should be particularly looking for an annuity? Is there a specific goal that you have with your own clients? Yeah. So, you know, every annuity has something called a surrender charge. Okay. And in that surrender charge, basically what it is, is is when you first purchase an annuity, okay. um, If you want that lump sum that you put in, you want all of it out um, in in however many years you may have purchased it for, um, there's going to be a fee schedule. So if it's a five-year annuity, um, let's say your first year is 5%, second year, four, three, two, one, and you take it out in the third year. So that's a 3% surrender charge. You're going to pay on any money you take out um, over and above your free withdrawal. They also have a free withdrawal. A lot of annuities have a five or a 10% withdrawal. You can take out five or 10% each year with no penalty. Um, If it's a qualified account, meaning the, the funds that made up that annuity have not been taxed, you'll have to pay taxes on it, but mm-hmm. you won't pay with any fees. So, um, so you have this, the surrender period you have to be careful of. So um, as far as a return on an annuity, okay, um, if you're in a fixed account, it's real simple. It's whatever your fixed rate is, okay? As long as there's no fees or anything, which with fixed account, a lot of times there's not, um, you're gonna get whatever that is. So I just, uh, I just saw one from the 90s the other day at a 4% fixed rate, okay? Um, so that person was getting 4% and it compounds each year. So your 100 turns into 104 and then you're getting 4% on that 104 the year after, you know, compounding um, interest, Warren Buffett says mm-hmm. the sixth wonder of the world or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's super important. Um, in a fixed indexed annuity, it your return is going to be based on what index you have and how much you participate in that index. I can tell you in my annuities that I sell, and that I help people with, um, I would probably say, and not counting this past year, because this past year is a good one, um, you'd probably be looking at anywhere between a 5 to 8% return over a 10-year period, um, like on average per year over 10 years. Um, this past year, I did I had a new I did 18% in their index. So wow. it's, not, it's not like they can't perform, they can. It's just on average, you know, the stock market on average does 7%. You can beat it. You know, if you're, if you're a little bit savvy, you could probably average 10. But overall, you're probably going to average 7. The rule of, mm-hmm. of 72, if you've ever heard of that. Every 7.2 yeah. years, you'd get 10%. Or every 10 years, you'd get um, 7. Every 10 years, your money's going to double. Um, or I'm sorry, every 7 years, your, number, your, your money's going to double. Okay, that's on average in the stock market. Um, so an annuity... Some of them actually have outperformed that rule of 72, um, which is which has been pretty, pretty crazy considering there's no risk involved. Um, so, yeah, I would say on average, you're looking at, you know, between that four to eight, five to nine area. If it's a good if it's a good annuity. Well, I think that's I think that's um, very interesting because <clears throat> five to eight percent return is a good return. Absolutely. You know, something is as safe as an annuity for the most right. part. I mean. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that, I mean, not, of course, you know, nothing's guaranteed, like you said, but, but but that's a very realistic possibility on a return. Um, Let's talk about 
um, the type of person that could, that should, could, would invest in an annuity for a second. Um, yeah. How much would you say, is there a certain amount of money, I, I guess I should ask, that a person should look to invest into an annuity or um, sure. is it only for people that have a tremendous amount of savings? Is it only for the guy with $100,000 in the bank? What's the, is there a specific amount that the person should look to invest? That's a good question. Um, so everybody's situation is different. Um, and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll kind of give you a case in point. Um, recently I had sat down with a lady who <clears throat> she had about 40,000 with an investor and she was just so afraid that with the elections and everything, she was going to lose a big chunk and that's it. That's all she had. Right. To be suitable, you can't just throw 40,000 into an annuity and then she only has access to 10% within that surrender period. Okay. Whether it's five years, 10 years, who knows? Okay. It depends on the annuity. So from a suitability standpoint, you know, um, I had to look at, okay, how much does she need liquid? Look at, you know, her debt, her income, yada, yada. And for her, um, a minimum in, in a, in a annuity that we were looking at was 25. So that's what we did. We did 25,000 was a minimum. And it was in a fixed index annuity that was going to give her a guaranteed income from that 25. If she ever needed it, she could turn it off and turn on anytime. And then the other side of it is it's protecting that 25. And so for her, it was a five-year annuity with an income rider fixed indexed. Um, and that annuity specifically was averaging 5.8%. So the other side is, you know, I have a client that invested or purchased a million dollar annuity. Okay. So he had a few million, he had a lot of income coming in from a business he had sold and then was receiving royalties from, um, or receiving a basically a paycheck from, and he just didn't need it. Okay. So for him, you know, looking at his big net worth, it was like, all right, well, let's see how much of this we can, we can throw and protect it and then still give you some growth and have it be in a, in a good avenue to pass on to a beneficiary. So for him, you know, multimillionaire, um, tens of millions, you know, he threw a million bucks in there. So all the way down from 25,000 to a million. So it's really going to depend on what annuity uh, you pick for that person. And that's why you're going to have to do your due diligence. You know, as, as uh, an insurance agent, you have to do your due diligence and make sure that you're doing all the financial analytics that come in front of even talking about annuity, making sure that it's right and it's suitable. Um, and then as a purchaser, you're going to have to make sure that you understand the downsides to it. You know, the fact that it's not fully liquid a lot of times. And, uh, and that can really put, you know, a damper on somebody's retirement, you know? Um, so, so it really does vary a lot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, um, and, you know, I scream about on the Medicare side, as long as we've been doing this, um, that it dependent on situation, those two situations are the same, yada, yada, yada. So it makes sense that, you know, annuities would kind of fall into that same spectrum. You know, it depends right. on the person, depends on the situation, probably not right for everybody, but might be right for more people than people might imagine. Um, and, and I think, I think it's a great point. Um, let's talk about recession for a second with, so with, the, with everything going on right now in the country, right? Coronavirus scares, all that stuff, markets plummeting, S and P 500 right. getting clobbered, you know, the yep. Dow going down. How are annuities impacted by a recession? Can you explain that in a second? Yeah. So if, if it's a variable annuity, um, you know, those sub accounts are doing whatever those mutual funds are doing on the stock market, which chances are they're going down with the stock market. OK, right. um, if it's a fixed annuity, your money's protected. You're getting that fixed. If it's an index, 
if if your index is in the negative, okay, so that mirror, so the S&P, right, mirrors an S&P, if that S&P is down, right, it's taking an average, either, a, it's, it's called a point to point, it's either a monthly point to point, where it's taking, it's averaging those 30 days and giving you the average, um, or it's a yearly point to point, and then it's averaging each month, and then giving you, you know, the average at the end of the year, crediting your account. Um, so, if you're in an indexed annuity, okay, and that and that is, let's just say the whole year we averaged negative twenty percent. We just had a bad year. Well, chances are you have a fix in your in your index, which is probably one percent or two. So you're getting at least one. So not only are you not losing principal, but you're at least getting one percent. Right now, inflation's about one point four. Um, I think over a ten year period, it's three point one four. I think it's fine. I think. Um, so you know you're not beating inflation over a ten year period, but you're not losing. You know, when, when you can when you can put money into a alternative investment vehicle and avoid the losses and still participate in a lot of the gains, um, that almost seems like a perfect product. Why wouldn't everybody do it? And, and, and the big the big question there is the surrender charge. This It's the surrender period. That's a big reason. If that wasn't there, everybody would do it. I would do it. I mean, I'm young. I know these aren't necessarily right. for young people. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I mean. That's always been my thing with annuities for me is just, you know, if I put the money in, how difficult is it for me to get it out? Right. I mean, of course, right. But the point of an investment is to not take the money out. Right. right. I mean, so it's kind of a double edged thing. I mean, but people yeah. people get scared, I think, you know, I think people understand that but they they get scared and things like that. I've never taken any money out of any of my investments, but for some reason, it, it brings me comfort, I guess, you know, but right. I, I plan on taking anything out. So I get right. that completely, though. Yeah, and, and that's that's an important concept because we're we're young. Actually, Christian and I are we're the same age. Okay, we're yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're the same age. So for us, we can sit there, you know, and, and we can invest whatever and just ride it out. It's called buy and hold. Okay. You can do the buy and hold strategy, you put it in some good funds and you just ride it out. Because if you look at any 10 year period, pretty much we've had a gain in the stock market. Even you know, with 08 and then 01, you take a 10 year period, it always bounces back because of inflation, things get more expensive, yada, yada. It always does. Okay. So for us, we just ride the wave. We don't need that as income. We are investing for retirement. Now, what happens when you're retired, right? What right. happens when you have to start drawing income out? Well, it really messes with your growth when, you know, let's say you're 72 with the new Secure Act, let's say you're 72 or before 70 and a half, you have to start drawing your required minimum distributions, right? Where the government basically says, hey, you need to start taking, you know, 4% and then every year more and more out of your investment accounts or an, even an annuity, you have to start drawing that out. So if you are drawing it in a down market and then that money is not in there to be to participate when it comes back up, you're putting yourself in a, in, in a bad spot. And what happened in 08 was that's what was happening. People never caught up after 08 had happened because they were invested and they either drew the money out and then never participated when it came back up or they had to draw income out. And that income wasn't there or that amount of money wasn't there to participate when the market came back up. So their accounts just kind of stayed level and then they fell off. So I actually sat down with a, an insurance rep yesterday uh, in here in Michigan. And he, he actually, he, he, he started asking me about annuities and he said, Hey, my, uh, my father back in, uh, 2000 retired and about $450,000 and then Oh one happened. 
okay? And he lost 40%. And then he ended up outliving his income because he took that big hit. He didn't have a lot of safety and it was all invested and he outlived it. Um, he was drawing $1,000 a month that he needed and he needed it. So he didn't have any guarantees other than, you know, if he had a good investment advisor, hopefully he made some decent money there. And that is a common problem. People are starting to outlive their income. That's why the personalized pension planning that an annuity gives you um, is something to be sought after. Um, I I focus on retirees that are about to retire and don't have a pension. You don't see them anymore. Very, You know, you got the 401k or the 403bs. Well, what happened? What happens with it? Okay, you roll it over and then it's in an investment account. What happens when the stock market plummets and you need that as income, right? So right. There, there are so many variables with annuities. You just really have to make sure that you're you're doing your due diligence and understanding what an annuity is as a consumer. And then whoever you're talking to, your advisor, your agent, whoever, they're doing the due diligence by explaining all the, the negatives and the positives. And there are there can be a lot of negatives, but there also can be a lot of positives. And annuities are not for everybody. I can tell you that. Okay. Well, cool. Right. I mean, um, I learned a lot. And I think and I and you know, I think, you know, our audience, any everybody that made it to the end here learned a lot. So thank you so much for taking the time. Um Tr- uh, Tracy, talk a little bit about your organization for a second. If someone was listening to this and they wanted to get in touch with you to work with you on an annuity. Um, how can they get in touch with you and what areas can you work with people in? Cause the podcast gets listened to sure. everywhere. Right. So, um, for me personally, I am, I am a Michigan, I'm a Michigan guy. I'm a local guy lives up here in Northern Michigan. I focus on my local community. Um, so if you do watch this and you are up here, I'll be able to help you out. Um, but I would say, you know, if, if you're interested in annuity and you're somewhere else in the country, you can always call me. I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. And I'm sure I could find your referral out by you. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to focus on on our community and helping our community. And we're in Petoskey, Michigan, um, 49770 zip code. And my insurance agency is called T&T Insurance Group. Um, And I just want to say uh, Christian's podcast has has really helped a lot of people. I love watching it. Absolutely love watching it. I think you do a great job. And, uh, you know, if you have any insurance needs, make sure to go see Christian. Thanks, Tracy. Really, really appreciate that. Um, And and thanks again for taking some time out of your your schedule to kind of be with us today and kind of share this great information. Um, Everybody, thanks so much for taking the time and listening and, you know, just showing up every week and, you know, listening to me talk. But when we can get an episode today where you get a break from boring old me, that's a win in my book. if, as, always, as always, everybody, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, subscribe for future content. If you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review, maybe a little comment about what you like about the show. It helps us reach more people just like you with those wonderful algorithms. And until next time, we'll be back. Thanks so much.